Let's give God praise for our music ministry. Come on, church. Come on, church. Yes. Since the beginning of the year, I've been in this preaching series entitled, What I Need in My Life. Today, out of Luke 15, verses 11 to verse 25, I want to preach as the Holy Spirit shall give me help. I need a short memory. Lord, bless your word. Bless your preacher. Give your people ears to hear. Remove every distraction, obstacle, and barrier so we might hear from you. Your words, my mouth. In Jesus' name, amen. Memory is an intriguing phenomenon. What we remember, how we remember, and what we forget is important and significant. What we remember can be a blessing, and what we remember can also be a burden. What we remember can bring out the best in us, and what we remember can bring out the worst in us. What we remember can push us forward. And what we remember can hold us back. What we remember can work for us. And what we remember can work against us. Who under the sound of my voice has not experienced the blessing of remembering something that God has done amazing and miraculous in our lives that blessed your life for the better. But on the flip side, who among us has remembered something you need to forget that has been a nuisance, an annoyance, and in the words of the King James, a millstone around your neck. What we remember can be a blessing, but what we remember can also be a burden in our lives. According to this familiar, popular New Testament story, we encounter and experience the power of memory. Jesus tells a story about two sons who are rebellious. One son stays at home, yet he is still rebellious. One son leaves his daddy's house and demonstrates rebellion by asking for his inheritance too soon. He squanders his mom and daddy's money in prodigal living, 
He ruins his reputation. He messes up the family name. He leaves town and does everything that is contrary to how he was nurtured and raised. Yet while he's away, he has a sanctified light bulb experience. While he is, as a Jewish boy, eating swine that is prohibited among Jews. He says, why am I here eating this food that I ought not eat when my father has plenty at home? As this young man makes his way back home, this young man has this come-to-Jesus moment while he's a far way off. He has this come-to-Jesus moment and begins to repent and confess of his wrongdoing and makes his way back to Wake County, Raleigh, North Carolina. As he's making his way back home, the text says he gets closer to 27606. As he makes his way home, he discovers that his father is there on the porch looking at him. What we find that is amazing and radical and significant is that as he makes his way back home, he encounters his father who is enthusiastic and happy as his son comes back home. The father remembers how this boy got his money too soon. He remembers how he has been disappointed, hurt, and wounded by his son's rebellion. He remembers how he tried to talk his son into staying in Raleigh, but his son wanted to see the big city on his own. Yet, this father, despite his hurt, his pain, his wounds, has a short memory concerning his son. And watch chapel, I've come to preach this word on this first Sunday to encourage everybody to cultivate and develop a short memory concerning pain, disappointment, and wounds in our lives. Like this father had a short memory concerning the pain his son caused him, everybody under the sound of my voice needs to cultivate and develop a short memory. If we're honest with ourselves, we hold on to stuff too long that we ought to let go of. And some stuff that we ought to hold on to, we let go of too quick. Why is it that we can remember the people who hurt us but can't remember the people who helped us? Why is it that we can remember that God said no, but we don't always remember the times God made a way? Why is it that we can remember our failures but can't always remember our successes? Why is it that we can remember the tough times but can't remember the good days? Why is it we can remember the valley experiences but can't remember the mountain experiences? There's some stuff we need to let go of because it's bringing out the worst in us and dragging us down. This father... Is hurt by his son. His son gets the inheritance money too soon, not mature enough to manage and handle the money. 
He squanders the money. Now he's back home. But the father, praise be to God, has a short memory. And I'm talking to somebody right now who has a long memory. But who needs to develop a short memory. Because if we don't develop a short memory, we become antagonistic. If we don't develop a short memory, we become bitter. If we don't develop a short memory, we become contrary. If we don't develop a short memory, we become distrustful and suspicious. If we don't develop a short memory, we remember the day, the time, the event that caused the drama and trauma where people have tried to do right and do better, but we are still stuck in 1985, and it's now 2024. Who among us needs to let some stuff go because you're drinking from the bitter cup in bondage. Them folk gone on with their lives. Some of them are dead. Some of them remarried for the third time, but you still stuck in 1989 when they wouldn't take you to the prom. You still stuck in 1999 where you thought you were going to bring in the new year with them and they brought it in with somebody else. Today is the day somebody needs to be set free. This father has a short memory. And what is the blessing, Watch Chapel, of having a short memory? When we have a short memory, we will allow mercy to trump mistakes. Our God is a God of mercy. Our God is not vindictive. Our God is not vengeful. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. But that doesn't mean God is always going to strike everybody down because we want God to strike them down. Our God is a God of mercy. And as we and I look at this New Testament text, we find the mercy of the Father in the life of this Father. The boy has messed up, he squandered money, ruined his reputation. But the father doesn't resurrect the mistakes he's made, but embraces the boy because the father has mercy. And watch chapel, I beg somebody to develop a attitude of mercy. And when I talk about mercy, I'm not just talking about mercy with other people. I'm talking about mercy with yourself. Sometimes we are hard on self. We are mean, nasty, and caustic towards ourselves where we ought to be merciful to ourselves. And this father trumps the mistakes the son has made with mercy. He could have said, go back where you came from. Go get my money, then you can come back. Go back to where you were. We wasn't good enough for you then. Why are you coming back now? But the father has mercy on his son because he has a short memory. I'm talking to somebody right now who needs to cultivate the spirit of mercy instead of magnifying the mistakes that they have made that have gotten in the way of our interpersonal relationships. Short memory. 
mercy over mistakes, but not just mercy over mistakes. When you have a short memory, you can and will facilitate forgiveness. This son is messed up. We don't know how much money he squandered, no, how much he's wasted, but he has messed up. And the father, because he has a short memory, is facilitating forgiveness towards his son because he's not remembering all the mistakes that his son has made. Some of you have heard me say this. Forgiveness ain't always for them. It's for us. Sometimes we think forgiveness means we're going to reconcile and be together now. That ship has sailed. We, we ain't getting back together. Amen. You can't come back here and live now. No shade, but I forgive you, and you can live on the other side of town. Somebody talking to me in here. Yet somebody needs to hear the other part of forgiveness because we automatically think forgiveness is synonymous with reconciliation. Now, just because we forgive each other or you forgive somebody or they forgive you doesn't mean that we're going to reconcile, but forgiveness means I'm going to be free. Somebody right now needs to hear that word on this Lord's Day morning because we are in bondage. They are free. They forgot about you. They don't want you no more. But you are in bondage because we are still holding on to something that we need to let go of. But as soon as you and I can develop a short memory, we can facilitate forgiveness and experience freedom ourselves. When I have a short memory, I'm not holding on to what happened in 89. Not holding on what happened December 1st, 1999. Not holding on to what happened in 2010. I can allow mercy to trump mistakes. I can facilitate forgiveness, but I can celebrate change. This young man who's come back is not the same young man he was when he left. Can I preach this? He's not the same person he was six years ago. Not the same person he was 60 months ago. Not the same person he was six months ago. Not the same person he was six weeks ago. God can change folk. Let me raise this question. If God can change you, why don't you think God can change other folk? If God can pick you up, turn you around, why don't you think God can do it for somebody else? If God can make you a new creation, why don't you think God can make them a new creation? The same God sits high and looks low. If he can do it for you, he can do it for them. Sometimes, tragically, we... Hold people to who they were then, not believing that God can bring about a change in them. 
I wish I had some help in here. But because this father has a short memory, he facilitates forgiveness. He puts mercy over mistakes, but he can celebrate change that has taken place in the young man's life. This young man ain't the same reckless rascal rebellion that he used to be, but he's now experienced the power of grace and mercy. Because he experienced grace and mercy, he makes his way back home to his father and says, Father, I've sinned against you. I've sinned against heaven and against earth. And because the father has a short memory, he doesn't hold it against the boy. But he says, I want you to do what I would want somebody to do for me. I want you to go kill the fatted calf. Go get the ring. Go get the, go get the, the blanket to put over his shoulders. My son who was dead is now alive. My son who was lost is now found. And that's the word we ought to shout about right now. The same God who changed this boy can change you and I. The same God who brought this boy back home can change you and I. And somebody here ought to celebrate change. I'm not talking about change in then. I'm talking about change in you. You ain't the same person you were two years ago. You ain't the same person you were 10 years ago. Oh, what a change has been wrought over me since Jesus. I said since Jesus came into my life. Do I have any blood-bought people, any fire-baptized people, anybody who's been changed by the power of the Holy Ghost? Anybody know that God can change them? Ain't who I used to be. Ain't who I'm going to be. But thank God. God is working on me. God is shaping me. God is molding me. God is renewing my mind. God is changing my heart. Oh, what a change has been wrought over me since Jesus, Mary's baby, Lion of the tribe of Judah, the rose of Sharon has been brought over me since Jesus. Can nobody? I said nobody. Do me like Jesus. Can nobody? Do me like the Lord. Do I have a witness on this Sunday morning? Anybody been changed? Anybody been delivered? Anybody been set free? Has he picked you up? turned you around has he renewed your mind has he redeemed you has he tamed your tongue has he put you in a new direction thank God for change thank God for Jesus hallelujah stand to your feet I told the 830 crowd what I'm about to tell you. I, I played football in high school, played defensive back. One particular game, I got burned bad. For those of you who are football fans, you know what I'm talking about. I mean like 50 yards. And I'm looking shook. God. Ain't nothing I could do coach said come here come here get out the game he said look 
You got burned, but I want you to let it go. Because if you keep holding on to this, you're not going to be able to play the rest of the game. That's the word for somebody right now. You made a mistake, let it go. You messed up, let it go. You did something you shouldn't have did, let it go. You didn't do something you know you should have did, let it go. The devil will exploit our memories. The enemy will exploit our memories. Some stuff you need to let go of right now so you can walk in the newness of life. There may be somebody, my brother, my sister, you're here this morning. You're not saved. You don't have a church home. I'm inviting you to become a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm inviting you to unite with Watch Chapel Missionary Baptist Church as a disciple. You may be in the overflow. You're right here right now. I want you to come from wherever you are to accept Jesus as your Savior or to unite with Watch Chapel. You're here, my brother. You're here, my sister. Maybe a family. You said you were coming to support somebody, but the Holy Ghost is now talking to you. And today is the day for you to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. Today is the day for you to unite with Watch Chapel. My brother, my sister, I want you to come from wherever you are to accept Jesus as your Savior, to unite with Watch Chapel. Is there one this morning? You want to accept Jesus as your Savior? You want to unite with Watch Chapel? Lord, I pray now, Holy Spirit, draw, Holy Spirit, compel. Do your work in our lives. Draw somebody who needs a church home. Draw somebody who needs a savior. Compel somebody who needs Jesus as their savior and Lord. Amen. Here's somebody coming right now. Have a seat right here on the front row. Amen. There may be somebody in the overflow. Our associate ministers and deacons are in the overflow. Just walk towards the front. They'll bring you over here. Somebody who needs a church home, somebody who needs a savior. This word is for somebody else. It's something... Here's one coming right now, another young lady. Amen. Have a seat right here on the front row, brother. Amen. Maybe somebody else who needs a savior, who wants to unite with Watch Chapel on this Lord's Day. This word may be for somebody else. You needed to hear this word because... You have a long memory. 
and your memory needs to be shortened. I want you to come to the altar. You remember the bad stuff, but you can't remember the good stuff. You remember the people that hurt you, but you can't remember the people who have helped you. You remember the pain, but you can't remember the people that pray for you. Come on down to the altar. The devil will exploit your memory to make you bitter. Take a step forward. The enemy will exploit our memories to make us bitter. All you can remember is who didn't do what. But you forget about who showed up for you. Lord, I come in Jesus' name praying for every man and woman at this altar, every man and woman in this sanctuary, everyone who is worshiping virtually. I pray, God, for deliverance. I pray, God, for liberation by the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray, God, that we might be delivered from memories concerning pain, trauma, drama, wounds, disappointments, failures. Deliver us now by the power of the Holy Spirit so we might not be antagonistic, bitter, contrary, but so we might even forgive ourselves for how we have hurt and wounded ourselves. Deliver us from pain, trauma, and wounds and burdens because we're holding on to stuff we need to let go of. Deliver us by the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Set us free, God. Deliver us. Let us be new because you have forgiven us and we've forgiven ourselves and we've forgiven others in Jesus' name. The people of God said amen. 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 Look at your neighbor. Say, I'm free. Look on the other side. Say, I'm going to be free. Amen. Watch Chapel have great news. Want to introduce Sister Morgan Janice Lawrence, who comes as a candidate for baptism. <laughs> Want to introduce Sister London Reed, who also comes as a candidate for baptism. <laughs> Let's give the Lord a hand praise. These two young women of God, amen.
we are glad that your daddies brought you up here. What I tell y'all about the brothers? What I tell y'all about the brothers? What I tell y'all about the brothers? I ain't gonna fall, I'm good. The brothers are up in here. The brothers love the Lord. The brothers bringing their children to the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Young brothers got baptized, saved. Brothers bringing their daughters to the Lord. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Sister Rhonda is going to be one of your first friends here in the life of Watch Chapel. We're going to make sure you understand what baptism is all about. You're an Awana student faithfully, amen. So we know you're getting immersed in the word of God, exposed to the good news of Jesus. And we're glad that you've made this decision. We have something to give you. One, two, three. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand praise. You want You can follow Sister Wanda. Amen. Y'all can come with Sister Wanda. Amen. Our deacons and associate ministers are coming forward as we prepare to celebrate the Lord's Supper. We celebrate the Lord's Supper reverently and obediently. The Bible says, let a man, let a woman examine himself or herself, lest we partake of the body and blood of Christ in an unworthy manner. As we prepare to celebrate the Lord's Supper we come confessing our sins to God, not confessing the sins of our neighbors, but confessing our sins as we prepare to partake of this holy meal. Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for this holy ordinance called the Lord's Supper. We partake of this holy meal because we are grateful for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you will do. Forgive us of every sin we've committed against you by thought, word, and deed, creating us clean hearts, renewing us right spirits. Use us for your glory. Use this meal for our growth and sanctification. In Jesus' name, amen.
any believers who have not received the elements if so please raise your hand so we might serve you Jesus said on the night he was betrayed, he took the bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take it, take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me and we do likewise. The same manner he took the cup 
after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me, and we do likewise. like for them we'd like for the following persons to come forward to receive the right hand of fellowship we're going to create the line from here going this way okay so when I call your name come down this way Pamela Baldwin Victor Brewington Beverly Campbell, Tiffany Debnam, Monica Franklin, Karen Glenn, Corell Griffin, Kimberly Holt, Alexis Johnson, Patricia Jones, Linda Jones, Richard Jones, Teresa Justice, Jeff Marshall, Christy Marshall, Jordan Marshall, Sydney Marshall, Johnny McLean, Michelle McLean, John Mitchell Jr., Olivia Mitchell, Brenda, Brenda Cook, Shohana Polston, Bert Polston, Avery Queen, Valerie Queen, Diane Roberts, James Royster, Yolanda Royster, Shania Sharon, Carol Shockley, Jackson Thomas, Kiara Weldon, Janice Walker, <laughs> 